Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to The Auburn Express. Powered by The War Report. All aboard the AM departure from Platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Gentlemen, here we are. After much anticipation of waiting for the season, season over with. <laughs> As I mentioned, we got a, one more game, a bowl game to prepare for, but the regular season has come to a close. Obviously, Auburn finishing at 6-6 six and six fell short of our expectations, but just give us some of your thoughts on, before we get into the actual grades position by position, kind of give us a bit of your, summar- your summary of what you saw this season. I'll start with you, B. I saw a rough first season. It was a rough first season for Hugh and company. We knew we had holes. We knew we had things to work on. But I guess how you feel about the season comes down to what were your expectations, number one, and how close were the results to, to your expectations. I think I, along with most of us, saw somewhere between seven and nine, nine being a ceiling, seven being a floor. And looking at how the season played out, not just how season season played out for us and what we ended up doing, but how good or bad other teams were. I do think we underachieved the season. I don't think there's any way around that. The teams that we beat were awful. Awful. We beat awful teams. The only times we looked good in victories was against awful teams. Cal was a struggle win. They went 6-6. Six and six. They were not a good team. The Pac-12 was weak. The efforts against Georgia and Alabama were valiant, and they showed potential, but we lost. We lost winnable. I don't know if it's a, a credit that we were in those games when we know we have deficiencies in certain places, but also we lost a winnable game, Bama much more so than Georgia. If we went 5-7 and seven after what seemed like a the worst Auburn football season in quite a while. In 2012, I mean, that one seemed kind of mailed in to a certain extent, and I'm not even saying that to be disrespectful to Gene Chizik, but it seemed like a culmination of a lot of things going wrong, and everybody just agreed, all right, it's time. 
2022, they actually went in there with something to prove. Like the players were a little salty. Brian Harson was salty about the perceptions of the program. And then it all fell apart. And it was, it was the most disappointing season, I think, in quite a while, 2022 was. This team was one game better, and they had a lot more going for it. They were better in so many more statistical categories. Most Auburn fans would have told you we were more talented at QB. And yet, the result, one more game. And I would grant you that we actually played one more game that was a winnable game, and that was Vanderbilt from the East instead of Missouri. If we had played Missouri from the East instead of Vanderbilt from the East this year, we would have been 5-7. and seven. Straight up. So I have trouble understanding how you go play pretty much as bad a year with so much more working for you. However, I don't put the value of Coach Hugh Freeze as a coach on year one. I never put the value of a coach on year one. You can't do that. There's too many working uh, pieces. There's too many facets of being a head coach for this to be an indictment of a coach. What this is, is, well, how does he do with less than what he wants to work with? Okay. It wasn't great, but also, will he ever have that little work with again? Probably not. So does it matter? Grand scheme? No, not really. Not too much. The only way it matters is, could you have done more for us this season? Could more have been done? Should this have been a better season? Yes, it should have been a better season. I don't know what this season does for year two. If this was a positive step towards year two, showing the deficiencies, but the fight that we did, or if this year was a, I don't know, man, is he going to do this again when we get talent? I think that was, we, we mentioned that at a couple of points, but I think there are also some things to worry about here, as in, well, how did you manage this talent? How did you manage certain game situations? And no coach is perfect. So, you know, you take the good with the bad. Like we talked about with the call from Ron Roberts on that last fourth down play. Could I be mad about that? Yeah, but we also had them, held them to 20 points until the last few seconds of the game. So I'm going to take that good with that bad. And I think that's the situation we're in. We've learned something about Hugh Freeze, how he deals with players, how he prioritizes recruiting, how he prioritizes experience from the players. And I think we've got some good information going into year two. But I still think year one could have and should have been a better year in the win-loss column. Before we get to you, Ike, I'm going to grab some comments here. Philip Coleman says six and six should have been eight and four. Yeah. Talk about that. Uh, Haley joins us and says year two has to be an improvement. And Martin gifted five World Report memberships. Thanks to you, Martin. We appreciate that, good sir. Ike, talk to me, man. Your your thoughts about the season as it unfolded? Disappointing. That's it. All right. Yep. <laughs> we'll I guess. I guess. I guess. I just. I mean, listen. It is. It was disappointing, man. I, I, six and six is not what anybody thought we were going to get. And um, if I get year one, blah blah blah, whatever. We had games we should have won. So, yeah, yeah. And I think you know, for me, Auburn was well on schedule to what we thought the floor was going to be, which was seven wins. I think New Mexico State really 
really soured the season. I think a lot of people were beginning to be optimistic because Auburn was appearing to finish strong. Again, you you win four straight and you have that showing in the Iron Bowl. You was in position. You had the game won, as a matter of fact. So to finish strong would have really have given people a lot of positives in terms of the trajectory. And obviously, people are still optimistic because of how well we're recruiting and the fact that this team can play. They can play closer to their ceiling. But I think what was so frustrating with this this team throughout the season is that if they wasn't motivated for whatever reason, they played really close to their floor. And it showed in games like New Mexico State. It showed in other games as well throughout the season. It's just they they just Cal was a good good uh example of that. When we just didn't were not focused, and obviously a lot of things were new early in the season, but when this team was dialed in, they they could play with some of the best. Obviously, those were home games against Georgia and Bama. But again, there's a lot of teams that played Georgia and Bama at home and got blown out. So it was encouraging to see what this team is capable of. And you hope that this coaching staff, with an infusion of talent coming in through the transfer portal, as well as this upcoming recruiting class, can elevate the talent level and continue to play at a high level more consistently. Let's Let's talk about... Let's talk grades, gentlemen. And I think we're going to start. Do we want to start with special teams first? Sure. Sure. How will we grade special teams this season? Mm. Ike, I I think you'll be very pleased to see that as the season progressed, (laughs) we were kicking the ball into the end zone on kickoffs. So our, our kickoff coverage didn't get exposed as much. And when teams did run it out towards the end of the season, we was covering pretty well. So that that was a positive. The punting game was pretty good. Uh, field goal kicks, listen, we got a field goal kicker. Mm-hmm. Keontae is out there Keontaying on, on punt returns, right? Um, kick returns, we ne- didn't see anyone run it, but he didn't run it back. He was very aggressive at times this year, but what were your thoughts? I'll start with you, Ike, on special teams as a whole. Uh, I mean, for the year, listen, uh, if, you're, if we're going to average it out, I'll say field goal is A. Um, kickoff is a B minus. Kickoff return, B. I don't think we did anything bad on that. Punt return, is going to be a mixed bag. When Keontae Scott was in there, I think that it was an A. When he wasn't in there, I think it was a D, right? So I'm going to give punt return a C. Punt coverage, you know, the punter did well. We covered punts fairly well. I'll give that a B plus. Um, What am I missing? That's everything, right? Yeah. Uh, Let's see, a couple of Bs, a B plus, a B. I give it a B overall. Okay. B will. I'm gonna work I'm work myself backwards here. What is an A plus special teams year? That means your field goal kickers kicking a bunch of fifty pluses. That means you're you're scoring points on kickoff returns, on punt returns, you're stopping people at the 10-yard line if they try to bring it out or you're just kicking it away from them. They don't even get a shot. I think we were sound everywhere in punts as well. I don't know that we were 
and excellent to that extent. So it's not an A plus. I still, I still like did oh, we did muffle a couple points. That's right. I forgot. I don't know how I could forget. <laughs> I was about to say what you forgot. <laughs> uh, I try to block it out. I, I'm just we're worried about recruiting and basketball, football recruiting and basketball. That's the only hey, thing. B, that's, what, that's, what, what season is it? Uh, basketball season. That's what time it is. Got it. All right, but I'm gonna say B plus. I'm gonna say B plus. Yeah, I, I was I was a little I was a little uh, I was I was more kind <laughs> to special teams. I, I gave him a B plus. Um, I was leaning A minus, but we did have some egregious muffs uh, this year. Um, and I think when Keontae was not in back there receiving punts, a lot of times we didn't even we just we fair. I think we caught a lot of fair catches on those punts. We didn't even Yeah, Coy Moore, attempt. I think, only attempted to return like two or three punts the whole season. Um, yeah. Every other time it was a fair catch, and they either muffed it or Coy Moore caught all of them up, up until the one he didn't catch. So, yeah. Uh, let's move towards, let's talk defense, gentlemen. Let's start with the defensive line. Defensive line group. Be will. What's your thoughts on the defensive line, and how would you grade them? Defensive line. It was rough before McLeod came back. It was rough. We weren't really getting any pressure on anybody. Um, it was rough. Marcus Harris still had a very good year. Um, Jason Jones. I felt like he had a good year. Keldrick Falk, it took him a minute to come along. I know Messiah Kite getting hurt kind of helped that a bit, but I thought he was playing. I thought the, the defensive line played like good. It's an all world no, but it was it was good. It was solid. I'm trying to remember if there was a game where we were just getting pushed off the line. Like they were resetting the line of scrimmage on us every time the ball was snapped. I can't think of one. Can y'all think of one? Because that's, that, that would be a if, if every time we snap the ball, we're getting moved back. But I'm, I'm trying to think if we ever got outplayed that way in any game. We know we had uh, issues rushing the pass. So I mean, not necessarily, not consistently throughout any game. Um, okay. Yeah. I, again, I, I know people feel like that that happened against New Mexico State, but it didn't. Right. Um, now, our gaps were, were off a lot in that game, but we weren't Linebacker just getting blown off the it. line. Yeah, the linebacker play wasn't that great. Um, we were well out of position. Yeah. All right. So I'm, I'm going to say... I'm going to say B-minus for defensive line. I'm going to say B-minus. I don't think they were the reason we were losing any game. I know the pass rush again. It suffered. And we had a... Our best pass rusher was hurt. And then, then things started to look better, but I don't... I'm going to say B minus. I'm going to say B minus. I'm going to stick right there. Ike? Um, I'm going to say I feel like our defensive line. All right. So let me let me qualify this. All right. For me to give them an A, they'd have to be dominant. Right. And I don't feel like we dominated anything outside of the Arkansas game. Um dominated right i think that we played pretty well uh average in most games on the defensive line 
and we probably played poorly in two games. So all of that to me averages out to about a C, C plus. Um, yeah, I don't know that I can go into a B. Like they were, they were average. Like I, I, again, I just don't feel like they 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 dominated any games. Um, again, other than Arkansas. So yeah, I think I'm going to go C plus for the defensive line. Yeah, I, I was at a C plus for the defensive line, and I think Marcus Harris is a big reason that it's a C plus. They actually could have gone lower as a group. Um, I think uh, Kite getting injured did not help this group. I think we struggled at times when he went out. Um, the silver lining there was that Keldrick Falk had an opportunity to get in and come on as the season went on, and he did do that. Um, but I think Marcus Harris really had a strong year this year. But again, I think given who we lost the year prior up front, uh, this was kind of a, a year where the production along that line kind of took a step back. And I think we blitzed a lot um, because we couldn't generate a push with our defensive line. Um, and so I, I think when you consider that with uh, the fact that a lot of guys outside of Harris didn't grade spectacular throughout the season – I think this is a C-plus uh, group. This is a C-plus room this year. Um, again, I, I hope that they improve and take some steps forward, especially as we're beginning to upgrade uh, that position group as well as other groups. But um, I'm going to give them a C-plus this year. So let's let's move to the next unit, and let's talk linebacker. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'll start with you, B. Linebacker. We knew we were relatively thin at linebacker. Tolan um, left the team just before the season started, was, was primed to be part of the rotation. And Keys was hurt game one. So I'm trying to figure out how much you factor in you don't have the guys you thought you would have. Like, as, as of spring, excuse me, as of fall. You go into fall camp, hey, we're going to look like this. Oh, look, we're not. I don't know. Um, we, we had some, some what I thought were valiant contributions from Larry Nixon. And Asante was a revelation. Was a revelation. I really hope he comes back and, and contributes for us again. Hmm. I'm going to say C for linebackers. Asante was awesome. Larry Nixon was a little slow. He was surprising for me. Yeah. I mean, he, he, when he got to a guy, he, as far as I remember, he was a decent tackler, but foot speed was an issue, and we were kind of lost in coverage a little bit at times. So I'm thinking about what Asante could do well, what he was equipped to do well. Steiner was still... You know, Steiner. Yeah. 
Stay right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Riley had some of the same issues at linebacker, but once they moved him over to the edge, he seemed to fare a little better. So I think they're figuring some things out, but I can't go past C overall for linebackers right there, man. They just... Our run defense was much improved, by the way. Much improved against the run. Like, that's the area where I thought we were going to be bleeding because of a lack of experience and, and experience at this level there. But... Mm-hmm. Even though it didn't look pretty a lot, they mostly got the job done. Now, between the 20s, we were kind of, you know, lunch meat. We, we didn't really hold, keep anybody from moving the ball a lot unless they were a bad team. But, but when it came time, man, they, they, they held their own against the run. So I'm going to say C. I'm going to say C for linebackers. Ike, your thoughts, sir? Uh, the linebacker group for me was, was very up and down. Uh, they had some great moments. They had some bad moments. I think Cam Riley had some good games, and he had some bad ones. I think Eugene Asante had some good plays, and he had some bad ones. I, I loved what he brought to that room. He was not great in coverage. Um, uh-huh. Larry Nixon, to me, was up and down for most of the season as well. Um, Wesley Steiner, God bless him, was he was consistently Wesley Steiner. Um. Uh, who else got burned in that room? Austin Keys probably was the best linebacker in that room, and um, he didn't play for the first half of that season. Um, I think that rotation got significantly better once he got there. Yeah. Um. And I'm yeah. counting. I'm counting Jalen McLeod in that in that room as well. Also, we're not doing Jack separately. Oh, we can. We okay. can. Oh, I, I was keeping McLeod as a part of the defensive line, but oh, I wasn't counting part of any either of those. I was counting the Jack room as something completely. So we, I guess, we should have clarified that before yeah. we started doing. Oh, all well, I would have said C plus, like y'all for defensive line instead of B minus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I just um, I'm gonna go C minus on linebackers. They were, I think they were good enough in some spots, but they were bad enough in others for, for, for to go a C minus for me on this one. Yeah, I'm going to go see what's, what's so crazy about this is that I thought the linebacker room improved. Oh yeah. <laughs> Compared year, to the year prior. That's the wild part. So yeah. before, you know, it sounds like we're down on the linebacker group. They actually played better as a unit and as a team, as a group this year. Um, I was very surprised, like, you know, Larry Nixon coming in, having a lot of tackles. I expected him to be someone who had that nose for the ball. And I think too often, like once he got there, he made plays. Mm-hmm. But too too often, he wasn't around the ball. And I think with him coming in, I was surprised to see that, that he he wasn't he wasn't as instinctual as his stats indicated he could have been. Um, Eugene Asante was uh, refreshing to see this year. Um, I think in run support, he plays downhill one speed, but to Ike's point, he was lost a lot. Um, and when we play passing teams, it's almost like I rarely ever hear, heard his name at times. So that was a concern. Austin Keys, when, when he came back... I think you begin to see the linebacker as a unit begin to play better consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was he was that glue in that room. Um, and I think he was definitely a big pickup in the offseason. 
Um, it's a C. It's a C from me for that group. Um, I, I think that's that's right in the middle. To Ike's point, they were up, then they were down, um, but they were much better this year. And so I, I'm hoping that we can see even more improved play coming from that position group over the next few years. Let's move over to let's talk about the Jack linebacker position. Let's talk about that as a as a as a unit. There you had McLeod, obviously McAllister. Uh, you know, as the season went on, gentlemen, I, I don't think we saw a lot of Steven Sings. We saw him earlier when McLeod was injured right. in the year, but he he got less snaps as the season went on. So it was mostly McAllister and McLeod. Uh, I was actually pleased with I was actually pleased with McAllister as the season went on. Like he he began to become a presence even in bringing pressure off the end. Something that he wasn't really known for, had the reputation for. Um, thoughts, guys. I'll start with you, Ike. Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm higher on McAllister than I think most fans are. Like, I don't think a lot of fans really thought he brought much to this team. I disagree. I think he was solid all season, um, and then he started to make plays later in the season. Um, yeah. You know, McLeod being hurt. Uh, early in the season, you could definitely tell the difference once he got in there. He's a little bit more versatile um, as far as being able to drop back, and he's definitely got more speed off of the edge, so he added a different kind of tenacity, intensity to that room. Um, But those are really the only two guys that were playing at the jack for the vast majority of the year, so I have to base my grade off of those two. And, you know, a solid effort from McAllister, which I think is kind of like a C-plus, right? He wasn't ever great wasn't ever terrible and a little bit better than solid effort I think from a cloud I don't think he really took over very many games other than the Arkansas game um, like I thought he would come in and just like dominate games and just be creating havoc I never really saw that game from him um, so I'd have to put him probably at a solid B so I'll go B minus for the jack room altogether because it's really just those two guys that that you you have to, to grade as far as playing time is concerned. Yeah. He will. I, I'll go the same. I'll say that same uh, B minus. I was low on McAllister early in the season because a couple of times he looked slower than I than I wanted him to look at that position. And also he he didn't get guys down as often as I thought he should when he got there. But he him started, dropping back in coverage was not a like they should just never do that for him. Him, yeah. him McAllister in coverage was not a good situation. Him in the open field against athletic people was not a good situation. He needed to be close to the line of scrimmage and in attack mode. So I didn't like them using him in that way because he clearly, clearly wasn't a strength of his. But anyway, this is your grades, my bad. No, you're good. You're good. Um, so uh, maybe they they figured out how better to utilize him later in the season. And a lack right. of, I mean, if you're if you're in there as the Jack, somebody's going to be like, all right, well. Let's let's see how well he covers, and they're going they're going to test you. And if that's a liability um, for you as a player, I mean, how many players can legit be out on the edge, rush the passer, play the run, and play coverage? I mean, you you a first round the Hall of Famer if you can do that. You know what I mean? In the, in, once you get into the league, so don't want to act like you got to be a Hall of Famer to be a, get a good grade for this season. But I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go B minus. I'm gonna go B minus. I'm going to go B-minus for this. Um, I do think that there was value with how these guys played. I mean, these guys definitely played 
as well as they can play. So first-year guys, their first year here, to Ike's point, the defensive coordinator and the staff has to know how to use the pieces that you get. I mean, you just have to. You have a defense, and you got this spot that's supposed to serve this role. But when you want to look multiple and, and present multiple things, then that means some guys are probably going to be doing something that they're not best at. And that's that's part of what comes with that. So, I don't know. No, I'm going to go C+. Plus. I'm going to go C+. Plus. I'm going to go C+. Plus. Overall, I don't think our sack total was... It wasn't good enough. And that's kind of like very bottom line as far as production for that position. But I think it's fair to, to judge the Jack room by that to a certain extent. So I'm going to go C+. Plus. I'm not mad at it. Uh, I will go B- minus here just because you had guys dealing with injury. Um, this was a very maligned position going into the year because of who we lost the year prior. Uh, I think we got a lot more production out of this group than what was feared uh, going into this season. Um, I think McAllister played better than people would probably want to give him credit for. And I think when McLeod got healthy, we begin to see why there was some excitement around this guy. He was missing for almost half of the season. And so with McAllister being left, you got Steven Sings, who really was there in a backup role to, to bulk up the numbers. The production from this position was going to be leave much to be desired at times. And so I think we begin to see the potential of this group once uh, the two main guys were there really beginning to, to assert themselves as the season went on. So um, I, I think that I think that McLeod, you know, not quite sure, you know, I'm assuming he comes back, but I expect him to really take a step forward. Um, I was I was pleased with this position group overall considering. So I'm going to go B minus there. Let's let's go to cornerbacks. And this will also include do we want to do we want to add the star position with the safeties? Yeah. Okay. So this is the nickelback cornerbacks. This is the cornerbacks groups. Your thoughts with this group here, gentlemen? Mm. Hmm. I mean, listen, DJ James for the vast majority of the season was 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 really good in coverage and he got better tackling as the season went along because early in the season it was it was disastrous for that young man. Um and then of course he has the the iron bowl that he had and it's like Yo, what was that? Right, like he had two pretty big plays in that situation, but then he played well the vast majority of the rest of the game, tackling and coverage. Right. Um, the opposite side, you had K and Lee for the ver- first part of the season. Nehemiah Pritchett late, um, and JD Rim at points during the season. All of those guys played admirably. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. B B hmm. for the cornerback room. B. I'm gonna go B minus. Um, we did have some times where Kenny Lee, being the young guy, he just looked like a young guy, and that's not a knock on him. Um, of course, that's not that's not an A plus game that he played at any point. I would say DJ James had the same. Of course, you outlined it right, Ike. Issues tackling. He's, he seemed to kind of take that challenge as the season went on, though. He knew that he wasn't great tackling, and he put his head in there and 
it would have to be done as the season went on. But I don't I don't know if it was by design, but we didn't. I'm trying to remember how many big plays do you remember giving up outside of the fourth and 31 before then? How many big plays were we giving up through the air? Like we definitely gave up some some short intermediate runs and then um, some third and longs. We know third and long was disastrous, but I remember it being on the ground most of the time. Or it was a short pass where guys just found open space. But that's not really on the cornerbacks because their assignment when you're playing zone is stay in the spot. If you're doing what you're right. supposed to do and the defense finds the hole and excuse me, the offense finds the hole and sits in and makes a catch. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much of that put on the corners. I'm gonna I'm gonna say B minus. I'm gonna say B minus. I we didn't get a lot of I don't think we got. Did we get any ints from the cornerbacks? Yes. Um, DJ James DJ, got one early DJ. in the season. Okay. Um, JD Ram got one during one yeah. game. Okay. Nehemiah Pritchett got that one versus Vandy. Mm-hmm. So yes. Okay. So we got we got a couple. I'm gonna say B minus. I'm gonna say B minus. They didn't. They. We didn't. I don't think we ever lost games because the secondary was so bad. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say it's B minus. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go B here for cornerbacks. Um, I, I think I think they played. Uh, I think this is one of the stronger groups um, on this team, and it, and it showed at times. Um, obviously, your your best uh, defender in that room uh, had a good year. Again, all the things you guys mentioned about him um, in terms of DJ James tackling got better as the season went on. Yeah. Um, Keontae Scott, when when he was healthy, was definitely a presence. Nehemiah Pritchett played well at times, um, so I'm I'm going to go B um, for that group. Safety. Let's talk safety, gentlemen. This was this is a rough this is a rough one for me. Yeah. Um, I, I, to me, this is the best group uh, out there. When you when you add the star play from uh, Keontae Scott and Nehemiah Pritchett, I mean, excuse me, not Nehemiah Pritchett, but um, Donovan. D- Donovan Kaufman, and you talk about um, Sim- Jalen Simpson, who I think it was the the best player overall um, out there. The only person that to me did not play well consistently out of this safety group is going to be Puckett. Everybody right. else that was a star or safety played really well and you can throw Kobe Wooden in the, the times that he came in there he played admirably um so for me this is an A minus group I'm not going to take the whole room down because of one person even though that one person had quite a few mistakes uh it's an A minus room for me uh overall they 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 are the reason why this defense was as good as it, it was between Simp and those star backers yeah I, I'm in agreement with that of course, Simp being worth his weight in gold when he was out there. Kaufman being worth a lot, especially once uh, when Keontae Scott was not there. Kaufman was just money. Like uh, having that experience there at that spot, man. Um, I'm going to say A minus two. I'm going to go B plus. Um, I do think, again, obviously that's the best grade <laughs> of any unit. Uh, but there were there were times... Where there was some busted coverages and it was it was bad, for sure. Um, but again, some of my favorite players on this team was in this this unit here. Very happy for Simpson. Mm-hmm. Incredibly happy for him. This this was one of the best things for him was him moving to safety. 
and I think he 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 took off after that. So I'm happy for him. I'm gonna go B plus with that with that unit there. 